Hey, this is Ryan. Hey, this is Logan. Back again. Matt's still on a hiatus. And this is Fourth and Inches. Let's get into it. Week seven. Quick recap of last week. Uh, I struggled after having a good week week before. I went eight and six money line and six and seven against the spread. Logan came out firing, went eleven and three money line and nine and five against the spread. Also won the bet of the week. And uh, we're gonna get into last night where we saw the New Orleans Saints against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Logan, what did you think about last night? Uh, I saw Derek Carr play Derek Carr football. Um, <laughs> it wasn't anything exciting. Uh, you could have missed that game. You could have gone and watched anything instead. Yep. Foster Moreau at the end of the game. Hate to say it, man, you blew it. Yep, big time drop. Big time drop. Would have tied the game up. Only like 30 seconds left in the fourth quarter. Jaguars looked good, ran the ball well in the first half. Travis Etienne scored two touchdowns in the first half. Ended up the day with about 50 rushing yards, I believe. Uh, Trevor Lawrence used his legs pretty good yesterday. He, um, he made some plays and they did just enough to win. And the defense came up with some big plays as well. They scored a touchdown, so. Um, Good game out of Jacksonville, and the Saints still have a lot of question marks. So to start this week off, in the 10 a.m. slate, we've got Vegas at Chicago. Chicago is plus two and a half at home. What do you think about this one, Logan? Well, they're going to be missing Justin Fields, and they're going to be starting a, a rookie whose name I don't even know. Um, last time he came out through three picks, I don't have a lot of high hopes for him. This is going to be a doo-doo game. It's going to be just shit time the whole time. Uh, I got Vegas minus two and a half, taking their spread, taking their money line. I don't say, see a chance in hell that Chicago wins this game. Yeah, I mean, Vegas is missing Garoppolo as well. And so they'll either be starting Brian Hoyer or their own rookie quarterback. Um, I mean, this is a tough game, obviously, because you got two not very good teams. But I think at the end of the day, Vegas has a better team. They have. Devontae Adams, they've got Josh a great Jacobs. running back in Josh Jacobs. Yeah. I I think this is a game Vegas should win. Um, so yeah, I got Vegas my line, Vegas with the spread. I think this is gonna be a really good rushing game for Josh Jacobs as well, if anybody has him in fantasy. Yeah. I think he's gonna put up some numbers. Also, Roshan Johnson, starting running back for the Chicago Bears. He's a rookie, he's fast, he's quick, he's electric. I think these are gonna be two really good fantasy picks. He's a He's a waiver wire back for sure, but if you're struggling in the running back position, might as well pick up some Roshan Johnson. Nice. Um, what do we have next? Uh, we got Cleveland versus Indy, and uh, Cleveland are three-point favorites at Indianapolis. Uh, how do you feel about this game? Well, I feel like Gardner Minshew is still filling in for Indy at quarterback. They still obviously have some question marks. Cleveland has some question marks of their own. Um, I think Cleveland has the better team, and they've, their defense has been playing phenomenal lately. Absolutely. I think they're going to give Indy some problems, although they do have Jonathan Taylor back. But I'm taking Cleveland. Um, for sure, money line, the minus three, I'd buy it down a half a point, make it two and a half, because I could see this being a field goal game. But uh, I think Cleveland wins this, wins this football game. Yeah, I'm on the same side as you. I think Cle Cleveland wins this game. Uh, Deshaun Watson coming off injury, he's fresh. He'll play well. Garner Minshew has also impressed the absolute living shit out of me. Yeah, there is 
I, I mean, no better backup quarterback to have in the league at this point. No, I mean, you could see a team like the Commanders wanting him instead of Sam Howell right now. Absolutely. Or there's a few different situations where he could be good. I mean, even the New York Giants could bring him in as a backup. I mean, Daniel Jones has not been having the best season, so no. there's definitely a few potential suitors out there going into next year. So with that being said about Gardner Minshew, I'm going to go with the Indy spread. I think they hold this game in between into three points. I think it's going to be a really close game. Okay. Nice. And you have Cleveland winning still though? I have Cleveland winning, but I got Indy to cover. Okay. And next up, we've got the Buffalo Bills at the New England Patriots. Um, divisional game. Who do you like in this one? Uh, I'm going to have to go with Buffalo. Uh, the Patriots have not really shown anything this season. I think Bill Belichick's crawling into a, he's slowly crawling into a grave. I think this might be one of his last few years being a dominant coach. Um, maybe at the end of the season they turn it around they can do something but at this point I don't see any future for the Patriots I'm going to go Buffalo money line and they're going to cover that minus 8 for sure for sure and I agree I mean New England has not been impressive at all this year um, last week they did at least get Ramon J. Stevenson into the end zone which helps my fantasy team so I'll take that um, other than that not much You'd think it'll be a little more competitive than your typical Patriots game because it is at home and it's also a divisional game. I still think Buffalo should absolutely win this game. Um, Buffalo is one of those weird teams where sometimes they'll beat a team by 40 and then sometimes they'll beat the Giants by five like yep. they did last week. So I think Buffalo wins this game. The Patriots plus eight is tempting, but I think you take Buffalo minus eight, maybe buy it down to six and a half, but um, Buffalo for sure. I'm going to make another bold prediction right now. I think Mac Jones out of this game by halfway through the third quarter. I think Bill Belichick is going to have enough of him, and he's going to go ahead and throw uh, – what's, what's that backup's name? I mean, I know he had Zap last yeah, year. Yeah, I think it is still Zap. Yeah. I think, but I think he's going to throw Zap in because he's over Mac Jones at this point. No chance. We'll see what happens. Um, next up, we got Washington minus two and a half at the New York Giants. Um, also, a divisional game. Who do you have in this one? Uh, I got Washington. They're going to cover that minus two and a half. Curtis Samuel has really been an unexpected star on this Washington roster. He's coming out of the middle, uh, slot receiver, getting every single target, making catches, making plays. I'm going to go. Uh, Washington to cover that minus two and a half and if you're feeling frisky Curtis Samuel touchdown okay I like it um, I like Washington as well last week it was good to see Terry McLaurin make some plays um, Logan Thomas struggled only had one reception I believe after having a monster week week before the Giants clearly have a lot of problems they did honestly look impressive last week even though they lost just keeping it that close with Buffalo. You gotta give them some credit there. It's a divisional game, anything can happen here. But I think it's Dan Washington. Dan Dimes playing this week or is it still gonna be Tyrod Taylor? I mean, honestly, at this point, you kinda hope it's Tyrod Taylor because mm. he's been better than Daniel Jones. <laughs> yeah. But um, I'm, I'm not too sure on that one. You um, said his promise. Yeah, I think, I think Tyrod Taylor's starting again, but don't quote me on that. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm sure we'll know closer to game time, hopefully. Um, what do we have next on the agenda? Uh, we're going to have the Atlanta Falcons at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. 
Uh, Buccaneers are two and a half point favorites. How are you feeling about this one? I like Tampa Bay at home. Atlanta's a team that actually has a pretty complete roster. Their defense is actually playing pretty well. Um, Johnny Smith has been playing very well, and Kyle Pitts is actually playing well lately too. So they kind of have two different options at tight end, as well as Drake London. And then they've obviously got Brian Robinson in the running game. There's a lot of talent there. The defense is good, but the thing that's really been hurting them this year is quarterback play. Um, Desmond Ritter is not the solution. And <laughs> absolutely <laughs> not. Yeah. No, he isn't. Yeah. Um, if they had a quarterback, that team's competing this year. They would be in that division. scary with a quarterback. Yeah, that's a, that's, that's a pretty weak division this year. So Super weak. And um, with that being said, due to quarterback play, Tampa Bay's got a pretty good defense. Baker Mayfield's had a pretty good season. I got Tampa Bay, money line minus two and a half. What about you, Lee? I have Tampa Bay minus two and a half as well. I think, as you said, with the tight end play that they're coming out in Atlanta right now, Johnny Smith, Kyle Pitts, they're great tight ends, but I think the middle linebackers and the linebacker situation in Tampa Bay is going to dominate defensively. Yeah, Levante David's very good at football. Mm -hmm. Incredibly good. Yep, and uh, <laughs> next up we've got Detroit at Baltimore. Detroit is three-point dogs on the road. Baltimore favored at home by a field goal. Who are you liking this one? I'm liking Detroit. Uh, they're a complete team this year. I don't see anybody standing in their way. I think they are hardcore, hardcore Super Bowl contenders. Uh, this After last year when they are on hard knocks, everybody has their hard knock season. Mm -hmm. But this year I think they're coming in. They're ready. They're going to beat Baltimore at home. Yeah, Dan Campbell's got those guys believing. Jerry Goff is playing some very good football. On, I'm honestly very impressed with him the last two seasons. Coming from the Rams, I thought that the Rams scored by dishing him off to the Lions, but it looks like the Lions might have scored just as much, although the Rams did get that one Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. But the Detroit Lions look very legit this year. They're running the ball well. They're passing the ball well. I think Gibbs may be back this week. I think he's questionable as of right now, but I think he's likely to play. So I think Detroit on the road is going to get it done. I think they're tougher and better coached. And I think Baltimore is a team that is very up and down and inconsistent. And I just don't see this as a game that the Ravens win. So give me Detroit. If Lamar's off, the Ravens are off. Yeah, like it, it needs, it's on Lamar, it, which is a huge bummer. It's a lot of weight to carry on your shoulders every single week. But and the receivers dropping balls doesn't help either. No, not at all. Um, next up, we got the Steelers plus three and a half at the LA Rams. What do you like in that game? Uh, I, I like the Rams to cover minus three and a half. They're at home playing at SoFi. I mean. Playing in SoFi for the Rams right now is they're playing an away game every single time. Pittsburgh fans travel very really, well. really well, and there's Pittsburgh fans everywhere. It's going to be a loud, loud-ass game. Um, but still, I think Sean McVay is going to out-coach Mike Tomlin. Uh, something that I've never really thought about before, Mike Tomlin being out-coached. But I think Sean McVay's got it, especially with the weapons that the Rams have. Cooper Cup coming back, beautiful addition to the team. And then Puka Nakua still playing well. I don't think he falls off anytime soon, but yeah. he's a great second option. 
Yeah, absolutely. I like the Rams to win this game as well. I'm not a fan of three and a half point spreads at all. <laughs> um, I, I don't even think Pittsburgh can hang around that close, but if there was a team that was gonna make it a three point ball game, I think it's the Rams and you have to buy that down because there's you don't want to risk that field goal ending miracle win where they walk off the field and you're like a half point are you kidding me so taking the rams buying that down if not i guess pittsburgh plus three and a half but i'd say rams and just take that half point or even the full point to two and a half because at least a three push um what do we have next uh, we got the uh, Arizona Cardinals at the Seattle Seahawks, and the spread for this game is going to be seven and a half. Seattle's favored. Uh, I personally think that Seattle's going to win this game, but Arizona's played their absolute hearts out this year. Even with all of the shit they've been dealt with, they've been a really good team. Josh Dobbs, alopecia guy, he's been hang he's been hanging around. He can he can slang, and I I personally think that Arizona's going to cover, but Seattle's going to win. This is Seattle money line, Arizona to cover. Yeah, I like Seattle to win as well. Once again, by a point. But honestly, Seattle against Arizona, I'll take the seven and a half. I'd really buy it to six and a half. But I think Seattle covers seven and a half. I think this is a 10 point ball game. Um, Seahawks. And then in the 125 slate, we've got Green Bay at Denver. Green Bay is favored by a point. Two major question mark teams. Who do you like in this one? Uh, I'm going to go Green Bay all the way. Russell Wilson hasn't showed me anything with Sean Payton. I thought that with Sean Payton coaching, they were going to come out and just be lights out, electric football team. But all their star, Jerry Judy hasn't put up good numbers once this season. Uh, I don't know if you saw last week, Steve Smith was. Uh, talking a little trash to him, yeah. and he said, watch me, watch me. And <laughs> I watched him make three receptions with five drops. Yep. And you know what, that's how the cookie crumbles. You are not him. Yeah. You are not that guy. <laughs> he is definitely not. <laughs> um, yeah, Green Bay on the road at Denver. Green Bay obviously lost a close game and then had the bye. Um, I'm taking Green Bay to win. Obviously, to cover one, I don't love it, but like you, you just can't. You can't pick Denver. No, you can't pick Denver. So give me Green Bay. Next up, we got the Chargers at the Chiefs. Chiefs are favored by five and a half. Um, thoughts? Uh, honestly, this game's always really close. When especially when they play in Kansas City, everybody expects Kansas City to just blow the Chargers out of the water. But uh, I think. Justin Herbert's way more composed than he was in prior years. This year he's shown that he can actually put minus the drive last week where he threw a pick in absolute crunch time. But yep. I think uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go uh, Chargers to cover the plus five and a half. Kansas City is going to win the game. They're going to probably win the money line, but I think it's going to be a three-point three, three game. Yeah. It's going to be won by a field goal. Those are generally very close games. I agree. Three points does seem to be where this end around, usually between three to seven. Uh, Chargers both ways. And lastly, to end Sunday off, we've got uh, Monday, I mean Miami, 
plus two and a half at Philly minus two and a half. Uh, who do you like in this one, Logan? Uh, I, both of them are incredible teams right now. Um, Philly obviously is. I, I I think they're a powerhouse. They're not the worst at. They're not the worst at winning. Is what I'd like to say. They're they accidentally win. I never want them to win, but they always do. And the brotherly shove, man. They're the only team that's run flawlessly in the NFL this year because they invented it. Yeah. And anytime you catch them inside the five yard line, they're going to score a touchdown, no matter what, hands down. Um, I'm picking Philly to cover this minus two and a half, but it is going to be a really fun game to watch. Absolutely. Um, I think this is very tough. But it does remind me of Miami playing the Buffalo Bills, where you have two really good teams. And Miami blows out a lot of average and poor teams. And I haven't seen them beat too many really good teams yet this year. So I think it's a close game. Being in Philly, you take Philly both ways and uh, pray. Pretty much because I I don't know how you can really pick that game with any confidence. I could also see Miami just with the speed that they have in the backfield, with the speed they have with their receivers. I think they can outrun the Philadelphia yeah. Eagles. I think it either goes really close, hard-fought game. Philadelphia is beating up on Miami the entire time, but they're uh, they're still going to come out and show some sort of offensive potential. But I, on it, like it's a really scary one. Going with Philly, but honestly. I could see Miami totally doing it. Absolutely. And what's our Monday Night Football this week? Our Monday Night Football game is going to be the San Francisco 49ers at the Minnesota Vikings. And uh, without Justin Jefferson, I don't think Minnesota is a team to compete at all anymore. I don't think they're going to be competitors. They got running back, what's his name, Addison? Yeah, so Addison's a receiver, I believe. But um, we have another guy. I think they traded for Van Jefferson. From the Rams, maybe. I, I, not caught up. They haven't had a great uh, running attack this year. That's for sure. No, not at all. Um, Jefferson being out definitely hurts them a lot. Um, who'd you like in that game? Oh, I'm gonna go San Francisco all the way. I know I was completely wrong last week. I wrote on my paper, "Duh, the Niners are gonna win this game against the Browns." I was completely caught off guard by how well the Browns played that game, and I think it just came from. Brock Purdy not really expecting a challenge after destroying a really good team in the Dallas Cowboys a week before. Came out and he was kind of cocky. Everybody on that team wasn't really prepared for what was going to be right in front of them. And they went out and lost a really tough fought football game. But on the other hand, Minnesota is not the Cleveland Browns. Uh, I think San Francisco runs the ball all over them. Christian McCaffrey is going to be back tentatively. Hopefully he's back. But uh, still, I don't see it. Snowball's chance in hell that Minnesota wins this game. They could cover, but that minus seven, I still think I'm going to go with San Francisco all the way. It's going to be at least a two-touchdown game. Yeah, I've got San Francisco winning that. Obviously, they ran into some injury problems last week with Debo Samuel and Christian McCaffrey. Uh, they said McCaffrey's injury to his oblique is not supposed to be serious and he could be available Monday night. Regardless, even with both of them out, they've got Brandon Ayuk, they've got George Kittle, and Elijah, Elijah Mitchell and Frank Mason are not bad backups at all. So, so I'm running behind that offensive line. Yeah, it's a great offensive line. I could fucking run behind that offensive line. <laughs> San Francisco, 
for sure to win. Minus seven, five down a half point, six and a half at Minnesota. Um, your best and worst games of the week. All right, so worst game of the week is obviously going to be the Las Vegas Raiders at the Chicago Bears. It's just going to be complete shit, garbage time game, but fun to watch for fantasy. And then I think the best game of the week is going to be Miami against Philadelphia. I think it's going to be really entertaining football. Uh, both teams have explosive offenses, and Philadelphia's defense maybe edges out the Miami defense, but I still think that it's going to be a really, really hard-fought game, and it's going to be a fun watch. What about you? Uh, I would say the worst game of the week in my book is going to be the Green Bay Packers at the Denver Broncos just because you have to watch Russell Wilson play football. Mm. And <laughs> the best game of the week, I think, will be the Chargers at the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, lastly, what do you have for your lock of the week? My lock of the week, I'm going to go with Detroit plus three at Baltimore. I think. Detroit's playing some really lights out football right now. Uh, the only thing standing in them, their way is their own mental toughness at this point, I think. And if Lamar comes out dry, then that whole team's going to be dry. So I fully, I think Detroit's going to be my lock of the week this week, and I'm going to go ahead and hammer that bet over the weekend too. <laughs> right on. I've got uh, Tampa Bay at home against Atlanta. I think that should be a pretty easy win for them hopefully so I'm gonna go Tampa on that one and then um, for the bet of the week I think we go the third quarter for Mac Jones really yeah if you're down still that, in, I think he's gonna play the whole game you think he so, plays the whole game I think yeah he, so you think by the end of the third quarter he's uh, so let's do it by the end of the third quarter I think he's gonna be out fourth quarter he's not playing okay yeah I think he plays all right I'm into that all right this has been Fourth and Inches. Thanks for coming. Thank you for having me. Uh, as always, it's a pleasure. Thank you guys for watching and listening. Best of luck this weekend.